Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader, where I sit down and we do some Bible stuff on a lunch break. It's awesome. So, we are in Zechariah, chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. Only a couple verses today. And all these verses in the Bible are specifically chosen to be just kind of plain exhortation for what to do as a man. Encouragement, kind of simple stuff. So the idea is, yes, I'm already a Christian, now what? What am I supposed to do? So, one such passage is Zechariah 7, 9, and 10. Thus has the Lord of hosts said, Dispense true justice and practice kindness and compassion each to his brother. And do not oppress the widow or the orphan, the stranger or the poor, and do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. Pretty straightforward. Now, as a this is a side note. So this is in the Old Testament. This is a prophet writing. And he's uh, condemning some people who should have been following God properly. So he goes on to say that, but you didn't, and you messed up a bunch of ways. Uh, but this is the original instruction he's given. It's just some good, plain simple advice that you kind of go, well, duh. Uh, but it's it's good. So, uh, what feelings does this passage stir up? I don't know, for me, it's awesome. I, don't know, I picture, picture like knights in armor and stuff. Dispense true justice. Practice kindness and compassion each to his brother. Like, I don't know, I picture like a knight's oath or something when I, when I hear this. Do not oppress the widow or the orphan. The stranger or the poor. It's awesome. It sounds like it belongs in an action movie or something. Uh, but all they do is make superhero movies nowadays, so that's not going to happen. Um, what are some good modern equivalents to some of these things? Obviously, there aren't just herds of widows running around nowadays. Um, yeah, so what are ways you could help widows and orphans in a modern context... You know, what are ways you could maybe dispense true justice? I mean, you're not, unless you're, you know, a, a politician or something, or a judge. For normal people, I mean, if you're a manager, obviously dispensing true justice, which is being honest, consistent, fair, uh, just, right? Um, but even on just a, a smaller level, I mean, you have something that you're responsible for as a as a person, even as a construction worker, like you're responsible for your work or you're responsible for your family and just being consistent, fair, and, um, and just in, in your dealings. You don't have to be in charge of a city to, to do that. Practice kindness and compassion. That's timeless. Do not oppress the widow or the orphan, the stranger or the poor. Uh, the Bible talks a lot about widows and orphans. Uh, James, I think, mentions you know pure religion, true true religion, true undefiled religion is this uh, that you would care for widows and orphans, which is pretty straightforward, right? I don't know. That always bothers me when people say that I don't like religion. Uh, well, true religion is taking care of widows and orphans, so I like religion. But yeah, it's 
That's like seeing someone run over people in a car and going, I don't like cars. No. It's not the car's fault. It's the idiot's driving it. So it's not the religion's fault. It's some of the idiots driving it. So, widows and orphans. Um, widows are less, uh, I guess the, the fancy politically correct word is disenfranchised. Widows have a lot more power nowadays. In uh, ancient civilization, unless someone you know, was, was taking care of their brother's wife after their brother passed, that was it. She was done. She didn't have any support structure. Uh, she left her family when she got married, and so if the husband's family didn't take her in or anything, that was that was it. You couldn't own property. Uh, she would have to just kind of fight to get by and lived on the kindness of family and, and friends. And so, I mean, nowadays, yeah, it sucks, and then you just get back in the workforce and you, you keep moving on. Our, our culture's a little different as far as widows go. Um, orphans are still... You know, in desperate need of, of help and assistance. There are tons of kids in the, the foster care in the U.S. that um, well, you could take care of orphans nowadays by either giving to a charity, um, in some circumstances adopting. There are a lot of people that, that like to adopt kids from other countries or you know kids kids from our country, and um, you know mainly just not. Like, this is some pretty simple rules, though. If you notice, he's not like, go out of your way to feed one. He's like, just don't be a jerk to widows and, you know, kids without parents. How hard is that? You know, don't be a jerk to strangers or the poor. The stranger being, like, like foreigners traveling through the land, visitors. Um, you know, back in ancient times, they didn't really have a tourist industry. So it wasn't new people coming to town. It wasn't really treated like, oh, money, welcome. It was more like, hey, what are you doing here? Yeah, all right, we're watching you. Move along. It was not not really like welcoming in general. So the idea being to just don't be a jerk. Um, so nowadays the stranger uh, would be, you know, just like the new guy at work or um, friends from town visiting or you know you got people from out of town, new people at your church that you haven't seen before. Just be friendly. Say hi. Be the first one to break the ice and just get to know them a little bit. And then the poor. Ah, this is kind of a hard one in our modern context because we got a bunch of government welfare systems, so you're kind of taking care of the poor whether you want to or not. And um, I, I am firmly against giving money to homeless people and uh, and panhandlers. Because I, it's just too easily misused, and I don't want to enable them. There was a guy who did a, a, a project where he traveled across the country and panhandled in a lot of different places and did some calculations, and he figured that he could make almost 80 grand a year just panhandling in the United States, uh, which is mind-blowing, the amount of money that just gets wasted on alcohol. I worked in uh, homeless ministry for a little while, and we were building relationships with these guys. We never gave them any money. We basically would give them food if they hadn't eaten that day. We're like, all right, I'll go get you a sandwich from Jimmy John's or whatever, and we'll you know, hand out some sandwiches and stuff. You know, jackets if it was cold or blankets or something. And then we just sit and talk with them like they were people, uh, which you'd be surprised how rarely anyone does. Uh, so 
they were comfortable with us. And so one guy says, oh, he's going to go make a, an alcohol run. And there's one guy sitting on the, the couch, oh, yeah, on the um, on the bench, sitting on the bench on the side of the street. And we know this guy's homeless. Been homeless for a while. We've seen him around. And uh, Mike, Mike was his name. He reaches in his pocket and pulls out just this, like, fistful of cash. And then separates out, you know, like, four or five bucks for the, the booze run. And then stuffs it all back in his pocket. It was all, like, ones and fives and tens and a couple of twenties. Just, like, wadded in a big big pile that he stuffed back into his pocket. So, like, it's... The modern homeless population are not homeless because they're poor. They're homeless because they choose to be. It is in the very minority of cases that somebody would be genuinely stuck without a place to go. Usually they're the younger homeless people. But a lot of the guys that we worked with, 12 years, 10 years, 5 years, been homeless. Look, I don't care where you're at in America, it does not take that long to get a job somewhere. Most Taco Bells will hire anyone for the midnight shift. You can get a job and start moving forward. So, anyway, soapbox is over. I I will not hesitate to give a homeless person food. I will not hesitate to give them a jacket or things that keep them safe or meet real physical needs. But I always give them goods and never money. Uh, for for that uh, for the mentioned reasons. Um, but it's important to um to at least take care of them. You know, be aware. Yes, you, it's weird trying not to make eye contact to that same person who stands at the intersection every time you're on your way home from work. But at least be paying attention to, like, that's a human being who spends most of their time outside. Um, yeah, they're not contributing to society, but they're also a human who, you know, maybe at least occasionally need, like, a smile and a hi and just have a conversation or something. Uh, and just be aware of, like, hey, what do their shoes look like? What does their jacket look like? You know, if they've got holes in their shoes or if they've got, if they don't have really a decent jacket and it's getting kind of cold outside, you know, pick up a jacket from the Salvation Army or something one of the days and just hand it to them out the window as you go if they're if they're consistent. So, like, take care of them, but don't, don't enable them. So, um, well, that was a long, long side tangent. So, in one sentence, define injustice. And I would just argue being being a jerk, not rendering to someone according to their actions, but what you feel like. And um, should we remain silent when we see injustice? Heck no. And what should we do? Well, it starts with saying something, but actions need to be taken. Um, you know, if you... Something between, like, a manager or something who's being unfair or unjust... You, most people in modern society are so docile. If you just talk to them sternly about, hey, that's not right, things things start falling in line. Um, but the political landscape's gotten so belligerent and shouty all of a sudden that uh, I'm not sure how effective that's going to be much longer, let alone if someone isn't just going to assume that, oh, you're just being a shouty political type instead of actually trying to meaningfully contribute and say, hey, this is wrong and I think we need to change how we do it. But... Such is life. That's all I have for you today. Uh, scripture and questions are down in the description in case you missed it. And uh, give me some of your answers to these questions. And I will see you next time. Godspeed.